your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Tanner Hendricks and I'm Brandon Kylie. If you've missed anything so far from today's show, be sure to check out the podcast page. It's all presented by I Promise. We'll cross things over with the fast lane here in about 10 minutes or so. But right now, we go out to the Brown Inn Group and Celebrity Line where we are happy to be joined by the voice of the blues. He is Chris Kerber joining us here on the show. Kerbs, how you doing today, man? Brandon, doing good. How are you? Doing all right. So let's kind of reset where we're at right now, Curbs, because we've kind of made it through the dust of the uh, spending spree of the offseason. A lot of the trades are kind of complete now. How do you view the the Blues relative to the rest of the division? Something we talked about yesterday, but it looks like the rest of the Central got quite a bit better this offseason. You know what? Uh, yeah, the, the Central Division is one... The, the, I think the Blues actually are are, are sitting in a, in a spot where they're in a really good a good spot in terms of this division. You know, uh, Colorado is what it is. I don't know that Colorado got better other than another year of experience, right? I, th- I think they now have some bigger question marks in goal than they had before um, with, with Grubauer, and and I think the losses both of Graves on the back end and Donskoy on on the front end. I think are pretty big impactful uh, for, for when, when those guys really rounded out the depth of that team. So I don't know that Colorado necessarily necessarily got better. I think Chicago has definitely gotten better by being able to get out from underneath the Seabrook contract, by being able to bring in a goaltender in Marc-Andre Fleury. And who knows if they're going to get Jonathan Taves back yet. They're still waiting to figure that one. So they're still a team that is in transition. You know Kaprizov is going to eventually get done, or you hope he does if you're a Minnesota Wild fan. We, we saw how they played really well as a team, you know, last year. But I don't know that Nashville and Dallas have necessarily improved themselves all that much either, other than I think that those are still two very good teams that will compete for playoff spots. I think the adjustments that the Blues have made, I think getting Brandon Saad in here to go along with Butchnevich, uh, a healthy Colton Pareko I think is going to be paramount for the Blues. I like where the Blues have been goaltending-wise all along. So I, I think the Blues are still poised to be in a very good spot in the Central Division based on the other moves we've seen. Curb, speaking of Colton Pareko, uh, uh, the, the amount of money that has been handed out to defensemen with contract extensions has just really surprised me. Seth Jones with his $9.5 Zach Rowinski and Darnell Nurse. What, what have you made for the money that's been thrown at these defensemen who in all reality don't look like they're number one guys like some of the others around the league? Yeah, this is, some of this isn't making a whole lot of sense to me because, you know, the reality of it is, is I think 
once you got out of the first round of the playoffs, um, once again, uh, no, I'm sorry, because uh, Montreal went all the way. So Carey Price was like the only player in the playoffs that was making, you know, that average annual value of $10 million. I think you've seen it be very, very difficult for for teams to have the depth and quality depth they needed if they're too top-heavy. It's one of the things I think without a doubt that's holding Edmonton back. I think without a doubt it's holding it's holding uh, uh, Toronto back. You know, and, I mean, and even, even Vegas, you know, Las Vegas is one of those kind of teams where they had the, the big salary for, for Alex Petrangelo, right? You know, but they were able to balance some of the rest of the roster out. I'm, I'm kind of shocked at some of the prices that we've seen for the defenseman. That said, sometimes you've got to play in the same sandbox, and we're going to have to see how that plays out for Colton Pareko, who just hasn't been, uh, you know, j- just – just hasn't been healthy enough to know exactly where he's at coming into this year yet. Do you think that he and his agent are looking at that number and saying, okay, that's going to be our platform or because of his injury this past year and the struggles the last couple of years, it might be a little lower than that. It's an interesting question, Alex, because I think Colton Pareko is going to fall into one of those ranges where the offensive numbers don't at least yet appear to be there where you're looking at, at, at some of those because he's not going to be, at least the way it's been set up, in the Blues' top power play unit. And I think for a defenseman to get to the point where a guy like Carlson or some of those other D-men have been, to, to make money, you, you've, got to, you've got to be in that spot. So, But at the same time, I think there's going to be a situation where these guys, you know, where they're looking at the all-around quality level of defenseman for a guy that – you know, hopefully steps into a role averaging 25 to 26 minutes a game for you. Um, so to me, he, he's going to fall in a slightly different category, uh, I think, than, than some of those other guys because I think he's a better defender than some of the defensemen that have signed those, but maybe not as strong offensively as some of those other defensemen. We're talking to the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, here on 101 ESPN. Hey, Kerbs, one of the guys that I think has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle, at least in terms of the offseason discussion, is Robert Thomas. This time last year, we're talking about what his potential can be. And I feel like a lot of this offseason has been spent on, okay, is he going to be here next year? Could he be a part of a package deal? Well, he's still here, and it, it looks likely that he will be here for next season. Where do you think realistic expectations should be set for Robert Thomas going into 2021? It's a really good question because I think this team is in better shape depth-wise if Robert Thomas is playing center on your third line. Now, what you'd like to see is him playing good enough hockey to be in your top six but playing on your third line. Then you've had some real threat to your depth, haven't you? So Robert Thomas dealt with too many injuries last season. Uh, The level of play is not what he would have expected. It's not what the team was hoping for. The team was hoping that he'd come in and be able to take a top six role. That clearly didn't happen. The challenge for me with the Robert Thomas scenario, Brandon, is the best hockey that you've gotten from Braden Shin has been at center. It hasn't been when he's played on the wing. It's it's been at center. Well, you're not going to take Ryan O'Reilly off of his his that center spot, right? So the question is, is are you going to put Robert Thomas at center and move Braden Shen to the left? And Doug Armstrong mentioned this when he met with the media. In an ideal situation in his mind, Ryan O'Reilly is your number one center. Robert Thomas becomes your number two center. 
Braden Shen moves to the left, and then your top two left wingers are Butchnevich and Braden Shen, potentially with Saad, right, then, then knocking on that door. All of a sudden, your left wing looks totally different. But again, Braden Shen's best hockey has come when he's played center for the Blues. And Shen hasn't hit the 60-point plateau in the last three years, right? He did with the 70 points his first year with the team, but is in just below that each of the last uh, the last couple of years. So, man, a lot's going to – he's a real swing man on, on, on this season because if his, it, you create depth on the left side of his play, his, his level there, if his play isn't quite there, he's still good enough to play the third line. But even based on last year, guys, you need more from Robert Thomas just to play in that third-line center role than we got. And I think his expectations have to start there of just being more consistent – and a better offensively creative player for the Blues. Can I ask you a quick follow-up question to that, Curbs? Because I, I've always thought that Robert Thomas's game, he, he kind of needs dynamic ability next to him on the wings to be able to really utilize his full uh, abilities as a distributor. Who do you think are the wings? Like, if we assume he is going to end up on the third line, which I at least right now it seems like a fair assumption, who do you think are the best potential line mates for him to get the most out of him? Look, I think uh, whether it be, you know, if, if he's in a third-line scenario, one winger could be an Oscar Sundquist who's got the potential to score. We don't know what the true ability of a, of a Clem Costin is going to be, right? Is it possible that you find another left winger in the mix, too, and maybe it's a guy like Brandon Saad, okay, who has proven to be a goal scorer? The Blues are going to have some options along those lines with him. But in my opinion, it's still going to come down to Robert Thomas's game is going to have to be a little less predictable to the opposition. A lot of times coming over the blue line, stopping, trying to cut it back up, and it became very predictable and somewhat easy to defend, right? His ability, they, the, the team talked to him about shooting the puck. They wanted to see him shoot the puck more so people had to defend a shot because he can shoot. They had to defend a shot, uh, which will open up some passing for him. Those are those are the kind of things. But yeah, like any player, in high, the, to your point, and almost a blanket statement, I guess, Brandon is, you know, any skill players, you need some other skilled guys around you. And, and I, listen, let me let me give you a great example you've heard use here, real quick. Okay, Craig Conroy. All right, when Craig Conroy was with the St. Louis Blues in his, in the in the early part of his career, okay, and the Blues got him in that trade from Montreal. All right, solid player. Picked up around 40 points his first year, but then dropped down to 39 in, in the 2000, my first year with the team. In 2000, 2001, he had less than 30 points, playing sometimes in a fourth-line role with, with Joel Quenville, right? They make the move. They trade him to Calgary. He ends up playing with Jerome again. Like he puts up a 75-point season, right? And then was knocking on the door of 60 points. And, and, and then the first year in a new deal, put up a 60-point a season with the L.A. Kings. To me... That's the kind of example Robert Thomas could end up being if he gets some of those players around him. But even then, I think his play has got to improve to be able to take advantage of that. Curbs, we always appreciate the time, man. We're looking forward to the hockey season officially starting up in the not-too-distant future. All the best to you, and we'll talk with you again soon. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. 
The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.